And now, we return to the world of fantasy and science fiction and zombies and cowboys and a bunch of other things. We're Side Quest Live! Hey, Internet. Um, yeah, my name is Todd, and we're going to be playing a, a game in just a few seconds. Uh, it's, uh, it's called Tree of Wands. It is the rediscovered world system made by some somebody's of mine. And uh, we're going to be playing it here live on Twitch and YouTube. And you could be joining us right now that way. But you might be joining us by the podcast. So we're really excited that you can do that. And uh, thank you very much. And if you feel like hitting that like or subscribe button, please do so. It really means a lot to us to have your support and spread the word and so on. So find us in all the podcast places. Anyway, without further ado, we're going to dive in and meet the table and get some storytelling going. All right. Thank you. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm going to hold one second. One second. One. Okay. So my name's Brendan. Also going to be keeping the volume down because uh, I've got a little one downstairs who's trying to fall asleep. Um, it's our we don't have two... ASMR game. <laughs> it's if a... I'm gonna crinkle some plastic in your ear now for some reason, people enjoy that. I don't get it, but okay. I kind of like weird. the sound of my headphones closing. If you listen real careful. Ah, mm. uh, yeah, nice? isn't it? Just a nice little. It's very satisfying. satisfying. Yeah, very satisfying. Okay, we've got a pretty small table here tonight. Um, Jay, you're joining us again as your uh, as your Highland Minotaur. Yes, sir. Awesome. Scott awesome. Cow is here. Awesome. Scott Cow. And we've got we've Scott got Todd rejoining us as the Tanuki Elroy. Yeah, I got it covered. El Elroy the Tanuki. And we've got Bo who's rejoining us as the vampire. Yeah, you know me. Okay, <laughs> awesome. So I'm doing something a little bit different uh, tonight, which is not to thrust you immediately into combat. <gasps> since, uh, that's what I did. <laughs> Just immediate, immediate violence. Um, this session is going to be more about mystery. And... Ooh. The way this is going to operate is I'm, I'll sort of lead you in as far as the story is concerned, but um, you can interact with any of the NPCs in this new setting that I'm going to sort of roll out for you. Um, and I'm going to ask you for D6 rolls. These are your communication rolls, right? There's no charisma in this game. You guys actually ask the questions. And the charisma is all ask. over here at the table. The real life people. That's where it's at. So ask the questions you want to ask, or what have you. Roll your d6, and I'll tell you um, what you can figure out. And basically, if you manage to solve this mystery, um, there will be good campaign-level effects. Mm. Uh, if you fail to solve the mystery, you'll still survive. Things will be fine. We'll move back into the sort of main uh, main campaign. Um, so it's kind of like a bonus round. Um, so okay. let's get started. You might recall that in the last session, 
after Kemet, the wizard, was killed, he left you with a note. He left you with a message that said that there is another spellcaster who can cast the spell using the idol of Kafa to save the Tree of Wands, which is kind of a central quest in this campaign called the Tree of Wands. You can find this spellcaster in a little-known place called Dreadville. And there is a map. Uh, not a very good map, not a very uh, detailed map, but there's a map that leads you to one of the many Vesper Hills that surround Aventale in South Umbria. And now that you have an airship, a rickety, tiny, floating rowboat-type airship, um, you are able to sort of putter, sputter, clickety-clack um, all the way over to that Vesper Hill and spend about a day or two kind of looking around. And you're looking for a place called Dreadville. And some of you already know, because you rolled sufficiently high, uh, that Dreadville is a mysterious, rumored place where undead creatures exist together peacefully. It's kind of a weird idea. And, you know, you have your doubts as to whether it even exists. But after your second day of searching, moving around one of these Vesper Hills, and you see what looks like almost a sort of a lake that's kind of spilling out at the base of one of these very rocky, craggy hills. And looking at the water, you, you know, you can't see more than a foot into it. It's quite... Um, uh, it looks quite toxic, frankly, and it has a bit of a, a reek to it. Like this is not, this is not the kind of water that fish would live in. Like this looks really, really terrible. And you see, pretty far away, farther than you'd like to swim, particularly in this water, a lonely figure who's just slowly paddling this one tiny ship, uh, and it's not a ship it's a, almost a canoe essentially but he's standing up but he's heavily cloaked you can't see his face and the the ship has one um, metal pole on it and there's a lantern hanging from that pole and he's slowly paddling just not going anywhere in particular he's just sort of paddling back and forth and as you get closer you see that what he's holding as a paddle is actually a spine. It's a long spine, longer than a than a human spine, and on his head is one of these uh, cone-shaped hats, like a straw cone-shaped hat that you might see uh, east of the Everwall in places like the Konami Islands, and uh, perhaps Elroy, being a Tanuki, might might sort of recognize this. Um, you guys can roll intelligence if you want to try and remember what this thing is. With my, I, got I have. Well, eight is high, and and I'm going to say that because Elroy is a Tanuki and maybe he spent some time in the East, you might know what this is. This is a Shikigami, which is a, a cursed servant. It's a it's an undead thing um, that serves its master and is usually tasked with doing something over and over and over again so this particular thing seems to be just paddling around in this in this pool of death um so you can certainly call out to it but you wouldn't want to go swimming in this water 
and there's really no place that you can kind of like land your airship in the water. So from the shore, you can try to call out to him. Yeah, I'm going to let everybody else know about that. What do we want to do? I guess we got to make contact, right? I think so, yeah. All right. Um, does anybody speak on dead guy? An undead thing can speak whatever language it was able to speak mm. before it died. Um, also, um, they can learn new languages, in theory. I know, I was mm. just being insensitive. Oh. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Hey, we're up yeah. here. Look up. We need and a way to... You oh, hear his this neck bent funny. Creepy voice just drifting across the water towards you, and it goes, Go back. Go back. That sounds like pretty sound advice. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> I- I'm convinced. The end. The end. <laughs> Mystery not solved. <laughs> Um. All right, fate of the world. Is there any... All of that. Yeah. How do you do this? We cannot. We cannot go back. Only forward. Always forward. You get that? Yeah. You get that. So, the same voice kind of drifts out over this poisoned water, and and he goes, "This way lieth only death." Well, every step you take is a step closer to death, really. So what you got to say about that, Mr. Bones? So he starts paddling towards you, and you can't yet see his face or, or his hands or anything. He's just paddling closer, and he goes, Where do you seek to go? We seek to go to Dreadville. And he throws off the cloak, and he's like, Visitors! I love visitors! <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and he he's actually this very boisterous. He, he has a, like, a, a, a skeletal face, but he's clearly more than just your standard, you know, uh, cemetery skeleton. Like, there's, there's mm. just this glowing green behind his, you know, where his eye sockets are. And he uh, he starts paddling towards you, and the whole time he's paddling, he's uh, he's kind of like, sort of like, hopping from one end, like from one foot to the other, like he's so excited, uh, and the boat is kind of like wobbling back and forth a little bit, like you're a little worried it's going to tip over. And he comes closer, and he's like, oh, we so rarely get visitors. I'm so happy. So he's like, come in, come on, come on, come aboard. And so he welcomes you aboard. Um, and he starts paddling you through this this strange lake. I mean, I don't want to say it's a huge lake. It's somewhere between a lake and a pond. And he starts 
paddling you through and you you can tell there's just this sort of like almost like a rainbow colored sheen on top like this is pretty poisonous water and he paddles you around to this tiny crack in the side of the of the vesper hill and it's it's this tiny crack in the rock and the boat just barely manages to squeeze through and he squeezes through and you see there's a tunnel and a very very deep black cave and so the the lantern that was there it suddenly kind of stirs to life and there's actually a will-o'-wisp inside which just looks like a, a very bright ember it kind of stirs to life and you can see it kind of like um, kind of flying around inside this glass lamp and it's sort of banging itself against you know like a bee trapped in a bottle um and it lights the way and your boatman starts talking to you he goes my name's kenji i'm a shikigami oh i get to greet all the visitors who come to dreadville i love it so much uh how many and, visitors do you tend to get uh and so because i have to keep the volume down i can't do the really exuberant voice so i'm just gonna keep to my whisper voice he's exuberant uh, but with laryngitis so kenji uh the shikigami starts telling you about redville um the sort of secret town for the undead and he he starts talking about the town's founding and the, the the people who come by uh and he tells you this really bizarre story that you've never heard before which is a story of a saint called saint malison saint malison was actually a lich there was an evil lich that after a long campaign of terror and evil suddenly inexplicably converted to the worship of Themos and did nothing but good deeds from that moment onward and she was uh, she took all of her undead and she commanded them to to do good things you know dig dig trenches and and plow fields and you know plant trees do whatever she could and eventually she was destroyed but um in her honor a small number of villagers made a statue and then by some unexplained miracle and no one knows exactly why the statue started to weep blood and it just continuously weeps blood and so some vampires who were trying to be non-violent they petitioned the king in Tarvan to take that statue and move it to a place where it could be uh, cared for because the blood could actually feed vampires lots of vampires uh in fact the blood is very tasty to vampires uh, it's i'm gonna pass Brea, uh, a napkin to wipe their chin <laughs> <laughs> and so this, this statue of saint malison um granted them a charter like a town charter and said go ahead take the statue you can go to a place where nobody would want to be and the king granted them a title to an abandoned lead mine way out in south umbria where nobody would find them and so uh zombies vampires skeletons ghosts they all started congregating in this place and they decided to call it dreadville 
and uh, and they love visitors, but they don't get them very often because it's a secret town, and also because a lot of people, if they knew about Fredville, would probably seek to destroy it. So Kenji tells you this. There's What's some with all the pitchforks, guys? <laughs> yeah, they have a difficult existence. See, every now and again, some overzealous paladins um, try to invade to sort of purge the land oh, God, of tell the me undead. About it. And also, they have problems from the other side of the spectrum, too, which is every now and again, an evil lich will show up and try to say that he is the king of Dreadville and try and sort of press them all into service. So so what they did was they flooded the area around the entrance with the, the tailings ponds from the abandoned lead mine. So there's this huge gulf of poisoned water that is uh, useful for protection. Um, but they uh, they welcome visitors. And Kenji goes on and he says that, uh, in fact, Dreadville is the only place that has a school for witchcraft. It's the only school mm. for witchcraft in the, uh, in the entire, um, uh, in all of Tiberia. It's Our Lady of Dreadful Wickedness. And so <laughs> students can come to Our Lady of Dreadful Wickedness and, and learn some real witchcraft. Anyways, he's he's very uh, he's very chatty. If you want to ask him any specific questions, you can. O L D W. Sorry, that was probably like a. <laughs> um. Go ahead. Um. Is there anybody that you know? That might be alive living in your town, like, uh, we're looking for someone particular. There are, uh, he's quite proud of this, there are five people who live in Dreadville. There's, uh, there's a witch who is the, the head teacher at uh, Our Lady of Frightful Wickedness, um, and her name is Brunhilde. Okay. And there are four students who are living other than Kenneth, that, there is nearly a hundred uh, undead. Did Kemet specify the name of this person we're seeking out? Or if they were alive or dead, or undead, rather? Did not. Kemet mm. just said that there was the spellcaster in Dreadville. Interesting. It's an obvious person to be the witch, but I feel like it's almost too easy. How... So you said there's been vampires here, is that correct? What's, what's, sorry, what's this guy's name? Kenji. Kenji. Kenji, uh, you said that vampires have come to live here. Has there been one by the name of Sidolphus who has come through this, through Dreadville? He sort of stops and he kind of like strokes his jawbone for a little bit. And he's like, hmm. He's like, no, that name, that name doesn't ring a bell. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Might be too, uh, too lively for him. Where might oh, we man. find this uh, the undead and lively jokes? Uh, I love it. Sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> Where might we find this Brunhilde? Um, give me a give me a roll at the D six. Just a straight D six. Is that everybody or just whoever's asking? Whoever's the question? asking the question. Okay, uh, that is a six. Well, she teaches at the university. 
Our Lady of Frightful Wickedness. You could go there. She usually has classes. It's a pretty easy building to spot. It's got all kinds of black ivy on it. Can't miss it. Okay. I think we'll pay a visit there. Sorry, what was that? Is that that was a waste of a six? <laughs> it kind of was. I was going to give it to you pretty much for any role. Yeah. Oh. Uh, to visit Brunhilde, do we need to bring anything? Just require gifts. Everybody likes gifts. That's that's what he's going to say. He's going to say everybody likes gifts. Okay. Okay. And he says, oh, look, we've reached the necropolis. And with this bony hand, this super bony hand, he sort of points out over the water and you see the shore. And it's really like a, a small, small, small village that's tightly packed in um, by the, the walls, the glittering walls of this abandoned uh, mine. It's actually Galena, um, which if you know where lead oh, often comes from, it's, a, um, it's sort of like a gray, silver, crystalline uh, looking stuff. And, and basically it has to be ground up to, to smelt lead out of. Um, and there's other stuff in there as well. There's usually like zinc and silver and stuff like that. And so it, this, the, the walls are all of this, um, this uh, glittering um, crystals of Galena. And within this, this dome, this cave, um, are all these uh, houses. Um, and they all look like mausoleums or like haunted castles and they're all kind of leaning this way or that way or crumbling and nothing is straight or even everything is kind of like um, you know either up on the side of a hill or down and structures are, are all kind of uh, sort of slightly decayed and the, the paths are all bumping and winding and crumbling there are a lot of black wrought iron fences that are separating things for no particular reason. And then there are jack-o'-lanterns that are placed all along the sides of the roads to sort of light them up, almost like street lamps. But the jack-o'-lanterns, um, they're not glowing orange. They're glowing with a sort of eerie turquoise color. Um, there's some kind of turquoise moonstone perhaps inside. And then you've got these, these clouds of mist that are kind of drifting all over everything. I gotta um, say, um, I... I don't didn't want to jump to a conclusions, but this is kind of exactly like I pictured it. <laughs> I dig the vibe. Mysteriously, and there's no conceivable explanation. There's no explanation for this, but there is a a very obvious pirate ship that has just been wrecked on the shore of this of this poison tailings pond. Uh, and so there's like a shattered hold and there are masts that poke all the way into the ceiling and are broken. And there are all these uh, sails that are all ripped and tattered. Um, and uh, and the whole thing looks certainly not seaworthy. It looks quite rotten. Um, and as you get closer to the shore, you can hear music. You can hear the flapping of bats up on the ceiling and you can hear music. And it's a very odd, unsettling music that has a lot of like tubas and stuff like that. It's and like a little rattling drums and some really high pitched kind of like flute or something. The, the whole place is very unsettling. 
Um, but Kenji, uh, once he gets to the shore, he goes, Whoa, I can't step onto the shore. I'm stuck here in the boat. It's part of my curse, you know. Uh, so anyway, please enjoy your stay in Dreadville and be sure to come and see me on the way out. Disease That's said. a joke. There's no <laughs> other way out. <laughs> I like your sense of humor. I'm gonna Sorry, give him a, I'd like to give him a tip. Mm. Like a gold, to... couple gold oh, that's coins. good. Yeah. So he takes the gold coin and he kind of sticks it in his eye socket. And he's like, he's looking at you, kid. <laughs> I, it's actually angled a little weird for actually looking at him. You, you down? That's it. There you go. Okay. So it's pretty easy for you to get the lay of the land just by kind of standing there and looking around. Uh, in Dreadville, up at the top of a hill, there's a, a very clear, like, necropolis. Uh, it's like a very big mausoleum. Um, and there are, like, urns and, uh, and, and sort of recessed areas. And there are, like, statues of, like, um, women who bent, bent over weeping. Like, it's, it's like a very elaborate necropolis. Um, and then over on one side, there's a, a very clear mine head. Like it's it's got that sort of like square structure, and then like some uh, some almost train tracks that would sort of lead into it. That must be where the the mine is continuing to operate. Um, there is uh, a cathedral, which you assume must be the cathedral of Saint Malison. It has a, a crooked clock tower, and it has a lot of stained glass, but all of the stained glass scenery is um, like dancing skeletons and things like that. Like, you know, they're all sort of in those like, those funny skeleton poses. Um, there is a large building that has fluted uh, marble columns um, and, and also black ivy, the sort of twisting around the columns. Um, and if you look closely, you'll see that actually the, the marble has been carved into motifs that look almost like candy, almost like the whole thing is made of candy. And so you assume that must be Our Lady of Frightful Wickedness. Um, there is something that appears to be almost like a dance hall. There is something that appears to be like a ballroom. There are various little shops. Uh, and then there are haunted houses, just like random haunted houses, <laughs> um, kind of like on pretty much every every sort of spare corner. Like it's very tightly packed. Um, anyways, oh, and of course there's the, the shipwreck. So where do you want to go? What do you want to see? And remember, there are um, there's quite a number of NPCs in this town that you might bump into at any point. You can talk to any of them. We might as well go straight to the to the school. Check the chase. Yes, I see no reason why not. All right. So you uh, you head up straight to the school, and um, you see that it's actually a it's like clay bricks and and marble, and this uh, this black ivy um, is actually kind of moving. Like every now and again, mm. it kind of like repositions itself so that it's twisted around these these columns uh, and as you get closer you see broomsticks that are actually just sweeping they're just constantly sweeping by themselves um and as you okay, go inside as you go inside there uh there appear to be several different areas 
there's uh, some kind of a, a study hall that has some books and things on shelves. There's uh, there's a, a room that has a bunch of big black cauldrons in it. It's almost like a cauldron laboratory, and it has a lot of you know roots and herbs and things hanging from the rafters. Uh, and then there's what appears to be like a, a dormitory area. Um, and inside, you see um, you see a couple of students. Um, they're both girls. Um, and they're both wearing uh, a, um, I'll call it a, a uniform that would not be uh, considered decent in uh, in Tarvan uh, or in some of the more puritanical parts of uh, of uh, of Tiberia. Um, you know, they've got uh, they've got like I'll say striped knee socks, and then they have the the classic witch hat, uh, you know, with mm. the cone at the top that's kind of bent, and then the buckle up in the front. Anyways, and they they seem to be talking. They, you know, like they they gotta be like I don't know, maybe twenty years old or something like that. Uh, and they're like talking and laughing, um, and not they don't seem to be like studying too hard. So you can speak to them, or you can continue on to see if you can find this Brunhilda. I will continue on. Okay, so you continue on into the. Uh, into that cauldron room uh and you actually do see this kind of very uh classic stout looking witch uh who's got frizzled gray hair that's sort of tied back in a bun and then there's the witch hat sitting on top and she has a great big nose um and she's got one sort of gangle tooth that's sticking out and she's basically stirring this cauldron um with a stick uh, like like a literal stick, not like a wooden spoon, but a stick. Um, and you go in, and you you actually you can really smell the the hops and the yeast. Like she's she's clearly brewing beer. Um, and there's uh, there's actually some bottles around as well. Um, and uh, and she looks up at you, and she goes, "Oh, are you interested in in rolling?" Rolling, you say? Enrolling. Yeah. Enrolling in the school. Enrolling. Oh. I mean, that's how I enroll. I'm sorry. I'm interested in beer. I was raised in a circus. You have to forgive my sense of humor. <laughs> so, so she introduces herself as Brunhild, and she says that she brews witch's brew, which is a type of beer. Mm here and uh and they actually export it from uh from dreadville and she says that if you uh if you want you can buy some um and that if you want to enroll it will be a thousand pirate gold pieces pirate gold pieces you say she says that the only currency that is accepted in uh, Dreadville is pirate gold and she takes out a coin and you can actually see that it has the the Jolly Roger, you know, the, the skull mm. and crossbones on both sides. Huh. And she says, uh, if you don't have these, then you don't have any, uh, then you don't have any currency here. Hey, do you have a, is there a bank where we can do some transactions and maybe... Yeah, what's the exchange rate like? like yeah. We... She says you have to talk. And this is going to be a tourist trap. We can smell that mile away. <laughs> she says you'll have to talk to the mayor. The mayor is a vampire named Wenceslas. 
Uh, uh, did you say that? Vampire. Uh, how long have they been the mayor? Wenceslas has been the mayor since the beginning. He was one of the oh. original vampire lords who petitioned to have the statue of St. Malison brought here and to have the town founded. Fantastic. So they're not Sounds likely to be a crazy murderer guy. <laughs> Good jolly fellow. Um... Vampires are murdering thieving bastards every I'm, single one uh, of them. Uh, Dread, mean, dreadful, um, dreadful um, indeed. Let's not all be quick to anger. Let's not our, be hasty. Our hosts are uh, a wonderful <laughs> blend of beings that are re- currently not eating our faces, and we want to keep that the most tasty-looking beef hamburger-looking yeah. dude should remember. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get to, I'll cut to the chase here. Yeah, yes. Don't cut no. anything. Yeah. Don't cut anything. Well, I'll, I'll get I'll get to the point, as it were. Uh, okay, okay. Cut my teeth. <laughs> so, Dame Brunhilde, we were told to come here by a dear friend of ours to you know him. Dis- huh? Perhaps you know him. Have you heard, are you friends with a man named Kenneth? The name ring a bell, uh, and she does that thing where she like bites her tongue and then spits into the cauldron, and she says, uh, "No, never heard of him." Um, uh, can I do like a check I... to see if she's lying? Yeah, sure, that's... Six. that just seems. I don't know. Do it, Elroy. One. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. But she says never heard of anything. I don't know where anything is. What if we told you the fate of the wilds at stake and all that stuff? Does that stir you a little bit in your memory? So she picks up the stick and she kind of like whacks it against the the cauldron a bit, and she says, uh, and she says, "I told you, I don't know him." If he's not a witch, I don't know who he might be. But you could ask around in town. You know someone who knows him? Give me a give me a D6 roll. <laughs> a five. That's pretty good. Well, so she says, um she says, I don't, but you might try the occult shop. There's a mm. a mummy there named Khufu. Do you Khufu. have in the occult shop? Are you Do trying I have... to just make me spend my money? Smart. I didn't catch that. Did you ask her if she has steak? Like a steak in it. Do you have a, a piece beef of steak? It? Beef steak. <laughs> Don't remind them that you are be a like... delicious steak-like creature. <laughs> She's gonna be like, no, no, and go away, and let, or I'll turn you into a frog. I, that could be an imp- uh, Anyway, I suspect this is not uh, who we're looking for. Perhaps a mummy might be a little more uh, what we're, who the person or thing we're looking for. 
We were going to bring. Agent. We were going to bring you a gift. Well, fuck you now. You can't have it. <laughs> you know, let's just let's just. I, I, I try to usher him out of the way. Let's let's just let's just get out of here. Okay. So, what do you want to do? Huh. Let's go talk to the gals before we leave, and yeah. then go to the shop. I mean, we don't have time to dilly dally. Although, I wouldn't mind looking at a couple of the gift shops. And I'm, I'm I'm curious. Mm. Not a bad idea. <laughs> well, we have to exit through there anyway, so it's okay. <laughs> so let's go talk elves on the way out. Sure. Oh, uh, one of the students, you mean? Yes. Uh. Okay, so um, as you as you leave, um, there's only uh, one left. The other one may left or flown off or something. But there's uh, there's one there, uh, and she's uh, human, and she is um, not studying. She's kind of like loitering, um, like you know, she's got like the little pouches for like spells and uh, and you know like hex bags and all that kind of stuff and like she has a wand but she's kind of like using it to like you know pick under her nails and stuff and she sees you and she's kind of like leaning against like one of the the pillars um and she sees you and she's La like Brea. go speak her language what's what is she like huh she's like what are you uh, what are you doing here? Well, I was asking the same question. What's uh, she's human? She's human. She's human. What's a lovely young human like yourself doing down in a, a place like Dreadville? I pass him what another to... napkin to wipe his drooly chin. <laughs> so, give it a uh, give it a roll. All right. Five. Oh, so she's like she's like. She's like, oh, well, you know, I just take some classes here. Just like, uh, my mom's like a witch or something. So she <laughs> wants me to be a witch, but it's mm. like totally not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. It seems like uh, must be more vocation. Um... Ask, ask her if she knows Kemet. Or maybe her mother came in. Ask her, ask her, well, ask her. I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask her in a slightly roundabout way. So what, what sort of classes are you taking with uh, Mistress Brunelda? Like potions and I don't know cauldron stuff. And then like uh, we've got other teachers too. Like oh really? Yeah, there's like a vampire. His name's Guillaume, and Guillaume. he's supposed to like teach us some other stuff, but I'm mm. not that interested. Do any of your teachers teach anything like creating or cursing an object? Maybe how to destroy a curse? Is that something that you cover in your classes here? You can ask Guillaume. He seems to like talking, but. Maybe he just likes talking to me because I'm like really pretty. My heart kind of beats a little faster. Cheeks get a little flush in my. <laughs> I, I mutter quietly, I think, to the to Scott Cower that she can't hear, and I'm like, you know, I'm kind of okay if he eats this one. <laughs> talking about why would he eat her? 
<laughs> no, I meant this Wait, one. And I pull eyes. a snack look out of my, my bag. <laughs> Do you want one? Um, where might we find Guillaume? All the vampires like to hang out at that crystal ballroom. That place is so mm. ick. Crystal ballroom. All right. I think we can. Uh, in which way would that be? And she like kind of like points with her wand, but she kind of like puts one hand on the hip and is like, like, as if like the the ennui, like the existence, like the the weight of existence is like, kind of like crushing her, and she kind of like, like lazily kind of points with her wand, off in the distance, and you see this place that it looks like it has like, the minute you look at it, you just you you hear like a, a, a creepy organ music just sound this one note and then a bunch of bats fly away from it uh that's our place <laughs> <laughs> uh so i i, I gently grab i gently it's grab her hand and, and offer a kiss bowing slightly and we start moving on over to the, the crystal room you're weird you're <laughs> me or her or both probably both yeah, you're <laughs> Okay, I'm indeed. So, I mean, just to, to keep track, she's probably young enough to be your like great, great, great. Anyway, why would so. he be so old all of a sudden? Why he doesn't look that old? <laughs> nah, it's because he's got Jackie's not moisturized. Yeah, I'd rather do. Because Jackie's not here, and you guys probably aren't That's taking studious enough. notes the way she would. Uh, uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to the way they the way they would sorry I'm going to keep track of who you've met you've met Kenji the Shikigami Kenji, who's the boatman okay. um, you've met Brunhilda the witch teacher uh, who's also a brewer uh, and you've met Eunice who is a let's say bratty uh, human <laughs> student that tricks that's Eunice okay Let's go to the occult shop since we'll just do things in order of the missions that we have been given. What do you say? We can well, do the occult and then occult shop, but also the uh, the crystal ballroom for the vampires. Right. Yeah, we've got we... two places to go. So, well, technically three because we should probably go see Wenceslas as well, but the, the mayor. But he may be the crystal room, so maybe get two birds with one stone. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll do the occult shop first. But I'm not spending any money. I don't think they'll accept our money or currency. Can, can I try to quietly see if I can look for an opening to pick Scott Cow's pocket? What? It doesn't have to happen right now, but I'm, I'm keeping an eye out for the opportunity. He's just a Are little you? too tight with the bag. Okay. Good God, man. Um, so you're going to, where are you going to walk over to? Wait, 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 wait. We should try the mayor first and try to get some money. Hmm. around right. this place with no money. All yeah, that's I don't true. Spend. Yeah, maybe mayor first. Introduce He's ourselves a, to the, the big wig. Yeah. Talk, talk to the head, not to the foot. Or, sorry, hoof. Knee. Okay. So, you, um... Uh, you, in that case, you you head up the hill towards the necropolis, um, and as you're going, um, you see uh, a couple of uh, skeletons, and they're they're very nicely dressed. They have like pinstripe suits, 
uh, hmm. and they're like walking and they have kind of like that jaunty step that skeletons do and as you get closer you notice that they both have a, uh, a an orange um, marigold sort of pinned to their lapel and um, and both of them have like tattoos like on the bones of their faces uh, hmm. and the, the, the tattoos are very like they're they're very um floral and uh and nice looking um mm. and these aren't these aren't like the decrepit skeletons that you've you've seen and heard about that are sort of like you know guarding crypts with bows and arrows and like rusty swords like these are like some pretty dapper um uh these are some pretty dapper looking uh skeletons uh and as they and as they they pass by both of them go ahoy ahoy to you ahoy ahoy and and one of them stops and goes and goes oh it's great to see you uh, we don't very often get visitors here hey jose and the other one is like no we don't get visitors very often at all it's so nice to see you it's wonderful and to be seen Indeed. Jose, and who might you be? I am Julio. Julio. Hi, Julio. I'm... El gusto es mío. Do uh, you know a man I... named... Have you heard of a man named Kemet before? Do you know a man named Kemet? Have you heard of a man named Kemet? Roll a d6. It's not Kermit. It's Kemet. I rolled a one. I rolled a one. Sick. <laughs> Gotta get them like, out of the way. And they basically yeah, aren't listening to you. They're like, they start talking to each other and they're like, anyways, so they turn back to you and they say, and they say, if you, if you have time, you should definitely come to the, to the dance hall. We call it the boneyard. So it's different than that the crystal. actually sounds pretty sick. That does sound pretty sick. Yeah. Do you like do the maracas and marimbas and stuff like that? Everybody, everybody's got a plug in this place. They're telling us to go. <laughs> Quick question. Um, we do need. Is there like an entry fee? And how can we get some coin? Uh, we must. And they must. say they were part of the original pirate crew. And that there's um, uh, there's lots of ways to uh, to make coin in uh, in Dreadville, and they start thinking about it, and they're like, they're like, well, you can you can mine, uh, you know that a lot of zombies like to like to mine down in the Galena mine. Um, what else? We let's go mining. Sounds like a great time. <laughs> we mm, we are yeah. on a bit of a schedule. We didn't come Can't here to like, get proper jobs. some more shitty air while I'm down here. Also, so. <laughs> um, we do have a particular let let's just say a particular skill set for dealing with trouble or causing uh, trouble, just trouble adjacent. And they kind of they both kind of like shrug, and it's like click click when they shrug, uh, and and they they say, well, uh, you know. You could go and see the mayor, um, and mm. they both kind of at the same time point to the necropolis. Okay. And then they, okay. Oh no! Like 
we are running late. We have to go, but we hope to see you. Can I oh, we'll see if they've got, room. like, any coins oh, yeah. on them? Hmm? Can I see if they've got, like, a coin purse or something I could just see if I can maybe thieve away a little sure. bit? Sure. Give um, me a... This is just to me to scope it out and see how easy okay. it is before actually diving in and just, like... So give me a d6 in. to see if you can spot it. Roll a is six it on scope and I'm doing just, it. just straight oh, okay. d6. So, so Scott Scott Cow sees that uh, that that both of these guys, one of them is uh, is uh, a carpenter, um, and the other one, uh, well, I won't tell you what he is, but uh, they've uh, both of them have uh, some coin purses. Um, uh, they're actually wallets, but they have like those deep, uh, like those mm. deep old timey suit pockets. I don't know if you guys have seen these things, but oh uh, yeah, yeah, uh, they're high waisted. Yeah, exactly. Very high waisted. Well, they gotta sit above the, you know, they gotta sit cage. <laughs> I think there has to be nipple contact. Like the closer, if you touch the nipple, you want to just grace the bottom of the nipple. <laughs> I suspect actually that with these skeletons, there would probably be suspenders. There'd probably be a lot of suspenders. They'd have to, yeah. I mean, but anyway, they don't have. I can tell by the characters on their bones. <laughs> So, uh, do you want to give me a dex roll to try to pickpocket one of these, one uh, of these I definitely nice skeleton? Do. I rolled a oh, three, no. but it's a plus five, so that's a total of eight. Whoa. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you managed to swipe Jose's uh, wallet, uh, and you kind of open it up, and you find five of these pirate coins. I hope I didn't just inherit his curse. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you gonna share that information i'll when they walk away enough i'll be like clink clink hey Psst, here I, i'll divvy them up when we're not inside oh, just a couple couple to each and i'll keep the extra i just Holy found shit. it on the ground weird let me something that was really crafty one time i caught a guy trying to pickpocket me oh I fucked him up real good, man. He's, he's uh, probably still lying there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be foolish. To the mayor's office. To the mayor's office. So, <clears throat> so you you continue on up the hill and you reach this uh, this you know creepy necropolis. Um, and as you go inside, you you actually see that there are. Uh, like recessed um, almost like cubbies in the walls and there are like skulls in the cubbies and some of them have like uh, like gold coins like stuck in their eyes um, and there's a there's a great big writing desk and at this great big writing desk is this quite quite portly um, looking vampire he has a classic sort of vampire cape with the high collar that's red on the inside and black on the outside but he's also wearing like a very mayor looking top hat and he's got a little like silver star uh on one side and he's got like a sash beneath his cape that's like that sort of screams oh. mayor uh and he's kind of like shuffling papers on the desk and he's got a little um He's got a little, um, uh, like, uh, crystal decanter um, that would typically be for whiskey. And then he's got sort of like a, um, like these heavy-bottomed crystal glasses there. And he's sort of sipping 
what looks to be blood uh, as he's going through with a with a feather quill pen uh, and sort of you know signing things and going over ledgers and, and accounts uh, and you come in and then you notice something uh, which uh, is unusual that you've you've never seen before um, but there is a ghost uh, hovering next to him who has mm. one of those really beautiful very long porcelain masks that's painted with red uh and there are there are sort of openings for the eyes um but then there's like a mouth that's sort of painted on and there's uh there's various other decorations that are painted on um and then there's a white sheet now most ghosts don't wear white sheets um, but this particular ghost is wearing a white sheet and one of those very long white masks um mm. and uh that ghost appears to be sort of hovering around uh the 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 mayor um and speaking to the mayor uh and as as you come in you see wenceslas and this this ghost um and he kind of looks up and he sort of pops himself up and he's he's got his great soapbox voice and he's like welcome to dreadville oh thank you for the warm welcome you must be mayor wenceslas everything is a fucking sales pitch with these people <laughs> he goes welcome and he he immediately uh recognizes um what you all are and he mm -hmm. goes and he goes to uh habria and he's like can i pour you a drink what do you have <laughs> and he, he says he'll just take your finest. finest he'll just take your finest I'll what everyone the... comes to Dreadville for. Uh, and he hey, basically Scott he thing. And he pours you like a dram of blood and kind of hands it to you. Uh Wait, and you can choose to drink it or not. It's up to you. What are you doing? Oh, it's are a you... nice fine when, red. When in Rome. Yes. We have to blend in. I yes, look at Labra with clearly... a shrug. Yeah. Yes, snippets. A drink. Uh, you. It, it's probably not to your taste. Yeah, but, but it's delicious. You drink it. I do. Yeah. Oh, this is the best. It is yes. the best blood you've ever tasted. It's like hearty. There are like mm. these really floral top notes and these really like earthy like rich meaty low notes and it's mm. like so satisfying great oh, smooth finish meaty. like oh, it's beautiful oh it is the best like you, it just has like a bouquet of like sandalwood and you feel totally refreshed like all of your senses come alive and then calm and mm. you are full hp uh and you're like you feel like you never have to drink a person again ever. Like, this stuff is great, amazing. Uh, and and the mayor's like, right? Am I right? You are indeed. You're a man of fine, fine, fine tastes. And he says, and he says, uh, you know, just like angry look on his face. I'm gonna try that to con Scott fantastic. Cow by drinking some myself. Here, yeah, give me some. He says. I only get it fresh straight from the cathedral. 
Uh, oh, they, that's what they brew at GCL. Oh, excellent. And I'm going to slide ahead, uh -huh. like, do the pour behind my head. <laughs> and, he, and, and he's like, he's like, brew, no, no, this comes straight from the statue herself. It's the best stuff you'll never find better. Oh, from the statue, we've heard about that from, uh, from Kenji, no? No, Kenji. He has so much to say. Such a such a pleasant chap. And he basically he tells so the mayor tells you the same story, which is that there's a statue of Saint Malison that's constantly weeping. They have it in the in the, the sanctum uh, inside the cathedral, and she's constantly weeping, and her tears gather in a in a great sort of um, almost like a almost like a pond or like a like a pool, and mm -hmm. uh, and they they scoop the the blood right out and um it feeds all the vampires and other things that like the taste of blood uh and um and everyone gets to live happily in peace oh look at Wonder. that peaceful vampires what a what a what a, what a world yeah it's, it's it's like you shouldn't like necessarily judge vampires based on what they are right like yeah. some could be oh, no. I grew up and you better watch your mouth or I'll knock your pointy uh, One day I'll tell you the story and you'll understand maybe. What? One day I just I don't trust you. I don't trust you. <laughs> okay, so do you want to ask the mayor anything? Sure do. Do you know a man named Kemet? Give me a D6. <laughs> I'm talking to you, you vampire piece of crap. I'm talking to you. Just give me a hey. give me a D6 roll. These are these are peaceful vampires. He's like he's like he's like he's like no 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 need to be to be upset. Like I'll tell you whatever you want to know. Have you heard of a place called the factory? No, I I, I don't know any factories. My aunts, my uncles, my brothers, my cousins, generations of us living in stone boxes, feeding you, feeding you. <laughs> so he, he kind of breaks down and he starts crying and he's like, I know we were terrible. Ooh, he was so mad. Oh God, there's <laughs> blood all over when he cries. <laughs> You're yeah. not making me weep. You'll not make me remember. So he's like, it, he's crying, uh, and he see that he like literally grew up in like, it's just it was like a factory farm of like these minotaurs, these like Highland cow minotaurs that just were like four. That's why he's like small sized for a minotaur too, because evolutionary wise, they lived in like these small boxes, so they just grew small compared to regular minotaurs, and it was just like oh a my factory. God. Was he a veal cutlet? Basically. Oh, man. This group of vampire hunting Highlanders came in and broke it all down, and he was the last survivor. But if you can imagine, it was like generations upon generations of his like families just like born and living in these little boxes. Oh. So Wenceslas is like crying. Like real tears. He's not crying blood or anything, but he's he's mm. crying, uh, and he's like he's he's like I'm so sorry, and he's like I've been under just tremendous stress because there's been oh, a murder. Man. 
It's been a murder. Not to be insensitive, but murder doesn't happen often. It's been a murder in Redville, and no one knows what to do. We don't have any police. We don't have any detectives. We never have any crime. Well, we know crime. I mean, I mean, we can help. Maybe we we've seen the world, and we've been inspecting. We need money. And he says, he says, uh, I'll gladly pay you a reward in pirate gold. <gasps> now we're speaking the same language, my friend. Just Wait, figure out who committed this heinous crime. What is this pirate gold worth once we leave this place? Are you kidding me? <laughs> this place is fuck all. <laughs> I'm it's pretty sure what's his nuts is gonna wanna retire. It's still here. gold. It's still gold, so you you suspect that it's probably worth something, um, probably worth cursed? a decent a decent amount. But uh, it's the only it's the only coin that they accept here in Dreadville. Mm. Um, and he says that'll give you five hundred pieces each um, if you can solve the mystery of whoever was murdered. And he tells you that the crime scene uh, is in the mine. Oh, um, who was who was it, murdered? And he says, he says, that's the worst part. I don't even know. What? I am genuinely confused. Usually there's a body. Yeah. I'm told. So go to the mine and figure it out if you want. Um, okay. Before we go, so we're sure that we... Um, I mean, besides the money, money's nice, but uh, we could use some information. We could indeed. Okay, so, so he's kind of like he's like so like he's so he's so upset. He he takes out like a, a handkerchief, like a silk handkerchief, and just blows his nose into it. So, what do you want to know? Roll a d six. Oh, um, I'm gonna yeah, leave this to somebody else. No, no, go for it. <laughs> uh, well. Jacob wrote about Kemet. Um, he told hmm. you he doesn't know Kemet. He doesn't know Kemet. Okay, so we've already asked that. Um, is there is there some is there someone in town who is able to break a curse or destroy a cursed item? <laughs> he says he doesn't know, but you could try the occult shop. Okay, that's two two votes for occult shop, eh? So the mummy. Is there any other questions we want to ask him? Um, does uh, he know your your um, target? Does he know of a ah, place yes. he can stay at a reasonable rate? Um, you can stay in the pirate ship. Hey, that sounds pretty sick. That really in does sound rest- pretty cool. What are you... Uh, I've... I, I'm used to nice hotels. Are you kidding me? <laughs> How do you know the pirate ship isn't nice? It could be really it could, nice. It could be incredible. Lush, lush interiors. Uh, my final question. You can sleep in the rowboat if you want to. You know, you know. I'm thinking, man, that sounds kind of like a good idea. You could turn that pirate ship into a hotel. That would be really good for your bottom line. He thanks you for the suggestion. I want a piece. I want a piece. It's my idea. <laughs> oh, you guys are so greedy. 
Um, anybody going to ask any other questions? Yeah, my question uh, is: Do you do you know of a, a vampire named Sidolphus? Uh, and he's like, he's like, Sidolphus, vampire lord Sidolphus, and he That's goes, one. He says, he says to Ava, the uh, the ghost who's there in the mask, he's like, Ava, do you remember me talking about Sidolphus? And Ava's like, Yes, Mayor. And he's like, Sidolphus is the worst. You remember Ava? And she's like, Yes, Mayor. And he's like, Sidolphus. He was terrible. He he made even bad vampires seem bad. Like some vampires, they like to drink people every now and again. I mean, you know, I used to be young. I had uh, had some adventures, and was, you know, we've all was got a... some. I mean, nothing. It's like, <clears throat> and he's like, but but we we put all that behind us. You know, we decided to turn a new leaf. We've got Dreadville now, right, Ava? And she's like, yes, Mister Mayor. <laughs> uh, and uh and he basically he he just he tells you that he he knows of sidolphus and he he despises sidolphus uh i mean we're not if, fans either so it's yeah, we are no, not we're not anyway yeah certainly not family <laughs> or anything uh, anyway so he he gets back to his he gets back to his work and he's like ava be a deer and show them out before we go, we need 10%. We need 10% to start because we've got things to do to cover our expenses. You know, we gotta eat. We oh, eat. Oh, that's okay. actually true. Is there need a need 10% of the reward? We want 10% of the reward. I think it's only fair. I mean, you send us off doing your stuff. I mean, we need to eat. We have places to stay. There's coffee okay. to drunk. Okay, I'm only gonna let you roll once, but roll a d6 to persuade. Wait. Ten. They have coffee? A five. Hey. He's like, you're right. You've got expenses. <laughs> You've got things you gotta do, right? Like your detectives. Maybe you need to grease some palms or something. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Basically, he opens up this like treasure chest that has like teeth. And he's like, uh, he's like, sorry, well, sorry, Bernie. Like, just give me a second here. Uh, and he goes in. He, he basically, out of this mimic, he takes like fifty gold pieces and he gives them to to each of you. So you get fifty gold pieces Sweet. each. So you've got pirate gold pieces. Yeah. Um, while they're doing this exchange, I'm gonna just kind of look up at the ghost girl, like lady who's sitting there, his his yes man, kind of just kind of floating. Ugly. Hey, what's up? I do. Ava's Ava's gonna be like, um, she's she's gonna say, if you need any information about the town of Dreadville, be sure to stop by after hours, and I'd be happy to talk to you more, and maybe even give you a tour. You know what? Oh. It's Ava, right? It is. Uh, I might just take you up on that. I would love that as well. Okay, so you can... I'm not so sure. Two or three in bed. <laughs> uh, I'm not have to go. A, a cult store, shall we? Can we can we see if we can get something sweet to eat on the way? Sweat? Huh? Uh, sweet. 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 Oh, so sweet. sweet. 
Ava yeah. says Ava says that the the famous um, Dreadville lollipops um, are actually uh, best if you get them straight from the uh, cathedral, but you can also buy them in uh, the boneyard or the crystal ballroom. Oh yeah, yeah. This is like—is that their version of Molly? Hmm? <laughs> Molly. It's it's blood. <laughs> it's it's all so, blood. Everything tastes like iron around here. Delicious. I'm a little um, worried that drinking this stuff might actually turn me into a vampire, so I'm gonna just stick to my own rations from my bag <laughs> for the most part. You can okay. pass it on to me. Oh. Dude, so, dude, you're gonna, you gonna end up do? as chubby as that uh, uh, the mayor. Not the body, James the vampire. A little more active. This is true. Uh, I've seen you stab things. Okay. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to go to the crime scene first, or do you want to go to the occult shop first? Well, I am not used to people talking about crime scenes that I'm not a part of. It might be useful to go to the shop actually, just to see like maybe a bit much we can we can purchase, as well as ask him if he can do a thing or not. It's kind of on the way, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So. <clears throat> you you travel to the occult shop, um, which actually has a sort of a, a like a swing sign um, that says occult shop, and like it, it's sort of like very uh, wavy, wispy lettering. And you you go inside, and it's just this long room, and on all the walls there are hieroglyphs, and there are paintings, and they're sort of painted in painted in. Uh, probably like almost gold leaf like there's obviously some some sort of gold mixed in with the paint because with a, a couple candles um there's just quite a lot of glitter uh on the walls and you can see images of uh basically souls being dragged down uh and eaten by these like like hippo gators or something like that you know like strange uh, beasts that have like you know the mouths of uh, of, of alligators or crocodiles and, and you know the bodies of other things anyway uh, and um, at a, a, a big altar um, doing something magical over a sort of crystal ball um, is this um, is this fully mummified thing you, you know it's difficult to tell but it clearly has sort of like the face of a wolf so you're thinking uh, maybe this is a Lugaru who has been fully mummified, uh, and he has a he has this big gold um, sort of a shoulder. Um, how can I describe it? It's a, it runs from one shoulder to the next, uh, almost uh, like a sash that goes up over his shoulders and then over his back, uh, and it's just made of solid gold. Um, and he mm. has gold cuffs, and he has many like amulets with um with lapis lazuli and other gems and stuff uh but even his pointy ears that stick up are covered in white bandages and he's a mummy and he's he's doing his his magic and he doesn't even really notice you come in um and he's fully focused on what he's doing now on the walls on shelves there are lots of like uh jars that are that have strange looking heads on them and you have no idea what they what they might contain uh and there are like tattered rolls of papyrus uh and other things that uh you know presumably have a bunch of magical qualities to them um but he doesn't even notice you come in so 
take a look around, talk to him, do whatever you like. Wow. Right. This, this place is really messed up, man. Like, if I if I die, I might I might come back here. <laughs> Greetings. Oh, it might be a nice place to retire when you really retire, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so he looks up and he has this very evil voice and he's like, What is it? Uh-huh. Uh, we were told that you might have known a friend of ours named Kemet. And he goes, Ah, oh, Kemet! That son of a jackal! Oh, for the next time I see him, I'll skin him alive! I'll wring the blood out of him drop by drop! Oh, I have such a spell! I will make his flesh crawl with bugs! I can't wait to cast it on him! Where uh, is he? What is he up to? He is, he is very, very indisposed. What? He's dead. Somebody One might say dead. he's even dead. And, but like dead, no, dead not like an emotion to him. And when you death. say he's dead... Horribly. He died horribly. You'll be glad to know he died horribly. It's true. <laughs> Screaming in pain like a little bitch. And when you say I, that he's dead... I saw it myself. He died twice. <laughs> this mummy Khufu is like dead he 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 can't be he we were i was i was i was going to kill him or he was going to kill me i can't what what am i supposed to do he's uh, dead i can't believe it he's really dead you can carry on his legacy. We've got just the thing. So anyways, this this mummy starts starts kind of like crying. It's okay. It's okay. okay. There, there, so, Wolf mummy. so if you want to if you want to try that carry on his legacy thing, give me a d6. Can I assist him for like, I don't know, roll twice or something? Um, or a bonus? sure. I'll let two of you roll. Oh, I've had a couple of good ones, so I'm expecting. But you have to you have to use a different tactic, each of you. Sure, oh, uh, makes sense. So I'm going to I use was... logic. Okay, so intel intelligence. So I rolled a Greek. two, but I'm plus five, so seven. No, 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 no. This, oh, this, okay. this is a persuade. This is persuasion. Okay. It's straight. It's two. It's two. He's like he's like, basically, you you can't even reach him. He's just so emotionally distraught. He's like, he's like. He's like, how? Why? We Put had such we had such times together. Show him the idol. Show him the idol. Just show him the idol. Show him why we're here. Hmm. Okay, so you're gonna show him the idol? What do you think? I mean, I Let's think just... you rolled a one, but I think we're in this, so <laughs> Yeah, sure. Right. Roll roll and ask him uh, ask him what you want him to do. Have you seen, have you heard of this thing before? This is I, mean, I just wanted info info, but I'll okay. do a roll. A four. Okay. So when you pull it out, he immediately knows what it is. I mean, even you are. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm Scottish. When I pull it out, he immediately knows it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay. So when you pull out the idol. <laughs> oh God, put it away. Although, now I understand why they're called bullocks. Hey. When you pull out the idol, uh, he immediately knows what it is. And he, uh, and he's like, oh, ye gods. Like, this this horrible thing um and he's not too pleased with the idea of kava uh returning uh to south umbria either um and he says you know this is this is terrible um and he says but uh but uh, oh look there's there's a possibility that i might i might be able to cast a spell to turn this idol into an elixir that you can use to to break the spell and heal the tree Brickhamet. that and he's That's like, amazing. No, to screw Kemet. Screw him. Kemet. 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 He actually does miss Kemet. Horribly. <laughs> so, um, so he says, uh, he says, I'll, I'll do this. Uh, I, I, I'll brew the elixir, but I need you to do something for me. So uh, here we go. I need you to find out. To like, this one's yours, buddy. I need you to find out who is murdering people in Dreadville. Oh, what a coincidence! Here for my safety. Do you know any good clairvoyance? Do you know any good clairvoyance in town? No. So we. It's a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. It's a funny coincidence that you mentioned that because we're actually investigating a murder right now that happened in the mine. Do you know anything of this? Um, he says no, but he. He's heard of, like other other people have gone missing, mm. uh, and by people he means undead things. Right, uh, they've gone missing, and he he doesn't know why. He doesn't know the circumstances. He heard one report of, uh, of something flying, but he he doesn't he doesn't know, and he's not been able to figure it out on his own. So he it, says it says, wasn't a wyvern, was it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And how long has this been going on? Hmm? Ask him. Uh, not long. Weeks. All right. I think we're in. We'll do that. So you get to work to on your Lixie elixir thingy, and we'll go solve yeah. solve a crime. Yeah. Scooby and I will go this way. You and Daphne go that way. Why do you call me Scooby? Is it because I'm furry? I'm I'm furrier than you. Oh, that's true. I guess I'm scrappy. Yeah, you're both quite furry. There's, there's a play, a series of traveling minstrel shows where they, this is all about this. This is where we're getting this from. Okay. Can that be can that it's, be canon? Scooby Doo exists as like a pilgrimage play. <laughs> uh, okay, sure. In the it's, world. Uh, yes, I contributed uh, to the lore. It's eleven o'clock. Um, you guys have until midnight to try to solve this uh, this murder mystery. Oh, okay, let's go. So, dive um, in. What are you gonna do? To the mines. To the mines. Yeah, let's get in. Uh, let's go okay. see the scene of the crime i'm also gonna need to know who's who's sleeping with whom is that even possible for these beings never mind we'll figure it out let's go to the mines let's go 
So you you head down to the mines, and uh, and what you see is um, actually uh, quite interesting. There's there's obviously uh, a part uh, in the mine where the galena, this uh, this uh, this crystal structure uh, that's all over the walls, um, is very pure. Um, like it's it's just much more uniform in color. Uh, it's this silvery, almost pewter gray, um, and uh, it's it's uh, is quite reflective. And there is uh, there's a zombie there who's got a, uh, a yeah. big. I whip, whip out my weapons and I remember. Right, sorry. Yeah, but this this zombie is huge, like a very burly zombie. It's that that appears to have been sort of stitched together. Um, maybe he's fallen apart and been cut apart and been stitched together again. But anyways, he's there and he's got this very big, heavy pick. Um, and he's clearly been just breaking bits of the of the wall off uh, and loading them with a shovel into like a mine cart, which he pushes like maybe 20 steps to uh, to another zombie who has a very big um, it's almost just like a, a cauldron. Uh, and he's he's using a, a big almost like a mortar and pestle to just sort of smash the the crystals into the smallest sort of powder he can and then there's a, a great big vat of water near him and there's another zombie there um and that zombie is sort of watching over the water um and in the water they pour the this sort of powdered galena into the water um, and they manage to sort of froth it off the top, and that's how they extract the lead and the silver um, from this uh, from this dust. So you've got these three zombies um, who are attending to this process, but they've all stopped um, because there's a there's a final step, which is where they actually smelt the the stuff that they get off the water, and they just boil it down using a big wood fire. Uh, and there's so there's sort of a vat of molten lead, um, and next to the vat that's clearly just been pulled out of the vat because there are rips of dried lead on the ground, there is a skeleton that is immobilized, uh, that has been just caked in lead, uh, and is just lying there, still kind of steaming a little bit. Um, and not moving and the zombies are all kind of like looking at this body going Dum. is this the murdered being uh yes uh, maybe, maybe he doesn't know because it's just a generic skeleton is that why like why wouldn't he know in particular that this person yeah well everything every sort of uh Every identifying mark on this skeleton has been either burned away or concealed. Uh, I mean, he was he was clearly dipped in like molten lead uh, and then pulled back out again. So whatever might have been on him, clothing him or her clothing, mm. um, you know, has been burned away. And it's just um, the. Can I? So is this skeleton the same size as the other one? It's pretty beefy, oh. or is he small? Sorry, you guys were both talking. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it, would we see that it's like a human skeleton, or was it like a skeleton to begin with, and then it's a skeleton now because we're in like undead land, or was it like a fleshy being that had all the flesh melted away? Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Do we know? Uh, 
it, it does make sense what you're saying, and you can't tell. It, it could have had flesh on it before it went into the mm. vat. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, are, are the zombies intelligent? You can talk to them. All right. Well, can we speak to your foreman? Um, so they kind of look at each other and they're like, there's no foreman here. One of them, who's got like a noose tied around his neck, like obviously so tight that like it's basically only like a straw. Um, uh, he kind of looks over and he's like, I'm Ralph. And then there's Who's another Ralph? one who's got like an axe, like an axe basically cleaving right into his skull. And the, the, the handle is kind of hanging back, almost like he's wearing a hat sideways. Uh, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm Ned. Ned is the one who's crushing the Galena. Uh, and then there's another one who is like, clearly like bloated and waterlogged like he looks like he's twice as heavy as the other ones like he probably drowned uh and he's at the sort of flotation stage of the uh, of the lead processing and he's like i'm ed uh and then the one who's kind of right near the smelting station where they've, they've got the boiling lead um he's this zombie is totally green and smells quite foul like he was probably poisoned or something uh and he's like i'm joe um pleasure to meet you all and they're all kind of scratching their heads what we're can you tell us about that from the mayor here. yes we're, he we're here from the mayor we're supposed to be trying to get to the bottom of this uh, what do you know what do you know? Can <laughs> be a little more specific? Uh, did you see what happened here? Or, uh, or when, who found him? Or it, they? Who is this? I'm so, filled with questions. So Joe, uh, the poison green zombie who's, uh, who's at the smelter, uh, is going to explain that he came in for their, for their shift and he found this body there and um or he, he actually found it floating in the in the lead uh and so he he fished it out and he doesn't he doesn't know who it is oh, so you don't know who this is do you have like a, a roll call sheet can you say like is there anybody missing from your roster of workers uh, give me a give me a d6 roll. Four. Um, uh, he says he actually gives you quite a bit of inf information. He's like, duh, but then he says, he says it's odd for a skeleton to be near the smelters, um, mm. because there are no skeletons who work here in the mine. Um, right. Where do the skeletons usually work? I guess I don't want to be like. Putting things in boxes, but yeah, <laughs> no, he's, he he he's, he says he says most of the skeletons are, are former crew um, from the the pirate ship. Um, he says so they they work in town. Huh. So it's odd that a skeleton is here, is what you're saying? Yes. Uh, can I take a really close look at the body, looking for anything that might have been like held in its skeletal grip? I know it's coated in lead now, but 
Just going to look for any evidence of, like, what might have brought it down here. If it was carrying a message or any equipment. Give me a, uh, give me an int roll for this, actually. Ooh, rolled a five, and uh, that is ten total. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Scott Cow's theory that there might have been flesh on this skeleton is probably correct. Mm. Um, this does not look like the sort of clean bones of uh, of the skeletons that you've seen in town. Um, this thing looks like it had stuff in it. Interesting. That looks okay. like an organ. I'm pretty Can I sure. Look at... I, yeah, I share Can with you at... this. Okay. Can we look at the teeth? Are there fangs or are they like human type teeth? Hmm, another good question. Yeah. Um, do you want to, do you want to, you know what? I won't even make you roll a d6 for this. Um, they're not fangs. They're, uh, they're, okay. they're regular uh, teeth. Um, and it's a regular human-like skeleton. Yeah, it's a human skeleton. They're human teeth. What this is, is going to be teeth weird, are? but I'm going to try to poke I it. I in paleontology, so can I tell by the pelvis if it's a male or female? Uh, <laughs> you're going to need an int roll for that. <laughs> I have an int one, but maybe I just happened to read a book on anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like counting the ribs and you're like, one, two, three, four. What comes no, after four? four? One, <laughs> two, three. No, 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 wait. One, two. Okay, all right. So... Inclusive. <laughs> what, what shape are the teeth in? Huh? What shape are the teeth in? Uh, they look bad. Bad, so potentially like zombie bad or... Just bad, like, bed. bad, like, dunked into a vat of boiling lead bath. Mm, okay. I'd give you the shape, because that, that would be clear. Mm, okay. Um, so we know so, that it probably, like, could be, like, a live human. So there's only been very few humans down here. And since there's only one way in and one way out, we would probably have, like, a we might be able to have like a roster of how many humans were here because but there's also witch witches training and stuff right yeah we know there's four of them well Plus there's the just um five living beings in total right yeah yes or witches plus the, the headmistress um so this could have been a zombie could have been one of them people. yeah and so, so the jackal-headed dude said that he was scared of being killed too. So that's interesting. Uh, so the, sorry, the smelter is like right there. Else has gone missing as well. Hmm? Right. The smelter is like right there. Uh, sorry, I heard I heard, uh, heard Lahabia's question. Yeah, the smelter is like like right there. I didn't okay. hear Scott Cow's question. I'm just wondering, like, we're going to have to find out who the other missing people are and see if there's a connection between them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I ask the zombies, um, does anyone else have access to the smelter or is it just the, the lot of you? They kind of look at each other and they're like, it's just a, it's like a stone's throw away from the rest of the town. Like there's no, right. there's no gates, there's no doors, there's no crime in Dreadville. Mm. Yeah. Anyone could do it. Now, okay. Do I you know anything about any missing? Blame. 
but you guys might need to invest in some basic like <laughs> locks maybe some safety <laughs> safety gates um and I, i've seen these things where you put it and it's it's it looks like a step but it's not a step and you have to put a sign up Am I just allowed to take a look for maybe some other physical evidence, like uh, any type of footprints? Uh, give me, a, give me a D6 roll. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Look for physical evidence roll. A yep. six. There yeah. are um, lollipop wrappers everywhere. Lollipop oh. wrappers and lollipop sticks. Okay, so it's... somebody who likes blood... But we don't know if that's victim or victimer. Yeah. Or maybe it's okay. that ditzy witch lady. She did like the lollipops. Uh, yeah, so who... Do you know of it? So we've heard that some other people have gone missing. Do you know of any of them? Like, who has gone missing? Who has not come back? Uh, it's like a pretty tight-knit... Okay. <laughs> You're going to have to roll high. Four? Four? They're like, oh. I double it. No. <laughs> I'm going to grab a couple of those wrappers. Just pocket them as evidence. Can okay. I check? Um, is there a safe way for me to peer into the lead vat thing and just see if anything else might be stuck in there? And I'll ask the zombie who runs it and be like, did you find anything else in there? Was the body on the ground or did you... Yeah, like have to scoop it out. He, he scooped. He like fished it out and like dumped it on the ground, oh. and he didn't. He couldn't find anything else in there. Okay. Mm. You okay, know, working so... with lead is really dangerous. It might lead to intellectual impairment. Never mind. How big is like <laughs> how big is like the vat? Do you know what I mean? Like, if it was. If you were trying to shove somebody through like a small hole and they were struggling, it would probably be a lot harder. If you were trying to shove somebody through a small hole and they were already dead, it would probably be a lot easier. This, oh, this thing is big enough. It, it's it's big enough that that it would be easy to like. I mean, Just if you had sufficient somebody. strength and you were corporeal, you could throw somebody in. Okay, uh -huh. ghost ladies off the. Witness. Or is there any type of like edge to push them in, or would somebody have to pick them up to throw them in? Um, there's a there's some steps, so it wouldn't be mm -hmm. that hard. Or you could pick them up and throw them in. Okay. Think about one of those um, one of those pools that people have in their backyards. You know, like the mm -mm. those those pools that it's like, an above, above ground, ground pools. Is there like lead? <laughs> physical evidence search, like, is there a particular spot around the rim where there might have been an area where it seemed like there was a more of a splash, like a mule mm. that leaping out over the edge or something, some like drips around the one of the edges on the ground around somewhere, somewhere where we can maybe tell where they went in. Some evidence mm. of a struggle. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you for any rolls. It, the the crime scene has not been sufficiently preserved for you to be able to do that, and yeah. the whole operation is not terribly clean. Um, so, you know, you you can't tell anything from that. I mean, okay. to be okay. fair, like that guy's like finger just fell off, like the one of the yeah. zombies. So, like, yeah, 
contaminated. You said it was only like a town of a hundred, right? Yeah, it was only about a hundred people. Okay, okay. Let's, people, let's, call a town meeting. let's call a town meeting and see who's missing and offer free coffee and donuts. <laughs> I'll kick in some of my money for coffee and donuts. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna say keep asking around. You'll 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 figure okay. it. Out. Don't need for a town hall. Okay. Meeting. All right. Uh, let's so either. What do you think? The boneyard, the crystal room. Town meeting. It's like the mayor from Nightmare Before Christmas. Anyway. <laughs> what do you let's want? Go the, let's go to the let's go to the crystal room. Okay. There's some, I'm down. some blood lollipop liking people there. We need to we need to find out who the other victims are because there'll have to be probably a connection between them. Yeah. Um, if we know hey, the connection, Scott, the there is one other thing we could try, but I'm not gonna be able to do it. Uh, you you have a big axe, right? I did have a sword. I left it in the barn. Yeah, it got place. stuck. It got stuck on the rafters. Ah. Uh, uh, if we get a sufficient-sized axe or sword, lead is soft. Mm -hmm. You could maybe true. chop the head off, and then we could like work at prying it back until we can see who's underneath. Just a little body desecration. It, that's all. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I would. Whatever we got to do. Like, what is? But can you we guys are gonna try and saw the get the head off? Or they don't. They, the they don't body. have any. Like the zombies aren't going to object. They're just going to get back yeah. to work. In fact, that's what they do. They start going and like, sort of, you know, chiseling at the galena and brushing it and putting in the flotation. And all do you that think kind of you stuff. could so, carry the body there, Scott? Hmm? Do you think you could carry that, Scott? He could totally carry that body around. Look at me. Look at me. Of course I can. You <laughs> you just, I mean, it's it's just the bones, right? He could just sling it over one shoulder like a hobo backpack. I could do oh, that could tie and a little, drop a little napkin. Two for that, for fuck's sakes. Okay. All right, let's bring it with. Um, so you leave the crime scene with the deceased. Uh, and uh, where are you going to go? You're going to go to the uh, crystal ballroom? Let's do it. Can okay. we drop the body off at the mayor's office first? Just yeah. in like some sort of gift. Uh... Sure. Well, you know, do they have. Scandalize people. What's the what's the opposite of a I can't think Ooh. of the word right now there's a hat rack yeah so you drop off the body uh, back at the necropolis uh, with the mayor and you proceed on down to the crystal ballroom uh, the crystal ballroom um, it's it looks very spiffy on the outside you know like lots of uh, like lots of um, statues and uh and like fountains um, that are just shooting up that that same poisoned water um and you go inside and everything is is quite dim like there are some some candles that are lit and even those candles don't seem to be real fire it's sort of like a just like a ghost light mm -hmm. um and um and it's a beautiful um, like dance floor but none of the vampires are dancing there are these sort of like red leather chaise longue and like other sort of like reclining oh, 
furniture and there's a ton of crystal like there's a crystal chandelier there's like a table that's all sort of decorated with like inlaid crystal and mother of pearl and there's like a like various crystal decanters and uh and like there's a big crystal bowl that has all kinds of um lollipop sticks sticking out of it and uh and lounging in these chairs um are some vampires and like you can tell they're vampires they're they they're dressed in very traditional vampire clothing you know they have all this sort of like tight low-cut leather for the women and then like the the sort of the ridiculous capes and huge like white bouffant hairstyles for the men um like they're they're very obviously vampires and there are a lot of uh crushed velvet curtains um mm. uh, around the corners of the room so you can kind of like uh, like sort of close off the curtains and you can kind of have like a little private rendezvous in different parts of the room uh and there are uh several vampires in here there's um there are there are two who are talking um in this um, sort of like chaise long uh type sort of seating area uh and then there's another one who is uh, by herself um, behind sort of slightly behind one of the curtains um so you you go and you introduce yourselves and um there's uh there's a male vampire and a female vampire um both seem to be uh maybe they were elves at one point before they were mm. turned um and the uh the the man uh introduces himself as guillaume and he's like hey. charmed and uh and the uh the woman vampire introduces her set herself as colette and she's like charmed they're both kind of like swirling like martini glasses of uh of the same substance like it's 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 all the same stuff it's blood from the from the from the the statue you walk scott cat walks up he's just like you're all the same you're just all the same uh, it's really quite pathetic. And really. so, and so, Colette. I was going to try to quiet the, him down, but he's not. The wrong. female vampire is like she kind of like raises a, a like a hand to her sumptuous breasts and is like, oh, "I never." And then she kind of like struts off um, in her like I'm going to say like knee high boots. Uh, and so it's just Guillaume, and he kind of like puts his his martini glass down and he's totally deflated and he's like what did you have to do that for my well, companion does not speak for us <laughs> look at you look at you it's just all the same that's all it's just it's like come on can you just try a little something different maybe like a red shirt or you know rainbow pants or something like that you're just there's no, there's no originality here. That's all I'm saying. I once okay. saw this play where the vampire was dressed in leather jacket and like white t-shirts and they, they anyway, this is food for thought. Yeah. Okay. So you're Guillaume. You must be the uh, professor at the uh, university, is that right? Uh, and he's like, Yes, I am. And what do you, what is it you teach? I teach a variety of things, including flying on broomsticks. Oh, fascinating. 
a bit of an odd question for you. We're uh, new to town, as you might have gathered. And uh, I lean in a little bit. We're investigating a series of murders and disappearances. You know anything about like, that? He's like, ah, oh, good gracious. Sorry, his accent is kind of like changing as I'm kind of getting the hang of the character. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's been alive for decades and decades. Yeah. So you pick up a little bit of that as you go. Do you need to do a little bit of character study and come back in like four yeah. years? I should do that. <laughs> but there's no right um, um, We do apologize for offending your com companion there. We're, um, we don't know the local customs. Uh, I mean, I'm a talking rodent. Uh, uh, <clears throat> do you want to give me a d6 roll? You just asked. I, I don't know if you're asking him anything. Oh, I, 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 I did. What did you ask him? Well, I'm asking him if you, well, I said we're ingesting these murders. Do you know anything about the who recent murder be? or the disappearances? Yeah, who might be missing? Uh, six. And he, he kind of like, he kind of like looks all around the ground like he kind of makes you follow his eyes and you see there are like there are wrappers everywhere like these like these lollipop wrappers and he's like he's like well i don't know if that janitor has been murdered but if he hasn't then i would surely like to murder him because there is so much garbage strewn about how is one supposed to enjoy oneself at a fine establishment like the Crystal Ballroom when one is constantly dealing with the rustle of candy wrappers underfoot? I'm going to pick one unseen. up. Make sure it matches. I, I, I do see a lot of garbage around here. That is true. <laughs> Double meaning. My God. <laughs> uh... Point. What was the janitor? What's the janitor's name? I'm I'm assuming like like in a place like this though that like lollipop wrapper is like in the most popular thing of the most popular. It's not like super rare that they're all over the place. That's what I'm thinking. Like just because there's all under this guy, it couldn't. I mean, it couldn't be that odd. That's all. That's all. Don't say. Fair, well, you fair. don't. Brendan did, did say this was a pretty swanky establishment, so that is a little odd in this particular context. And so Guillaume is like, "I don't know the name of the janitor." And then uh, you hear this scoffing sound coming from the the third vampire who was sitting uh, behind one mm. of these curtains, and she kind of like unfolds herself from this uh, from this seat behind the curtain, uh, and she's sort of like saunters up to where you are you know she's all sort of silk and long legs uh, and she kind of like she's got one of those uh, what do you call uh, those those really big feathered what are they called like a boa or something like yeah, that? yeah yeah anyways she's kind of flicks this feathered well, boa no, and it's all and boat. it's blood red of course and she's like oh Guillaume you don't even know the name of the man who comes and cleans up your messes and and he's like Irina no one asked you and they they get all catty for a minute and then mm -hmm. Irina is uh, <laughs> which I'm says, picturing like classic the vampire name was just for a second <laughs> yeah a little cat like 
And she goes, uh, the janitor's name was Bob, and he was a very nice zombie. I actually have some friends who are zombies. And he's like, Arena, you, you can't even name another zombie. You don't know any zombies. She says, I do. I have friends who are zombies. And she says, uh, Bob was a very nice zombie. He would come and clean up. In fact, he was the best janitor we ever had. He used to clean up the university. He would clean up the mayor's office. He would clean up here at the Crystal Ballroom. But now he is gone, and I cannot imagine what might have happened to him. Whenabouts was the last time you saw Bob? He sounds like a nice person, and yeah, certainly do for some overtime. Seriously. She can't quite pinpoint when uh, when she last saw him, but it must have been like in the last like two or three days. He just he's just stopped okay. Did we recall seeing any rappers in the mayor's office? Uh, you didn't look. We did not. Hmm. You know, here, like in my mind, I guess we'll wait till we'll maybe leave because I've got some things that I would talk about, but not in front of these people. Do you okay, happen so to know where you guys can Bob like leave the crystal ballroom and like huddle? Because and I assume that like I don't know Guillaume and Arena are just gonna start making out mm-hmm. on the chaise longue uh, awesome. while you guys uh, come out. Okay. Uh, do you think it's possible that like he just got sick of eating suckers and this stuff all the time, and he just wanted to have like I was gonna well I was originally gonna say like like a living victim essentially just because mm. that's what I was kind of doing in the long run. But if it's a zombie that's missing, can vampires drink from zombies? Was that an enjoyable thing? I'm asking you, <laughs> vampire. I you don't know of what you speak of. of. zombies, I'm sure you probably do. I'm sure you probably drink piss if you got the opportunity. <laughs> uh, zombie, I imagine zombie blood would not be very, t- not be very tasty. You imagine correctly. But- would it be not a shame? <laughs> I it would not. Would not know. <laughs> you would not want to. Huh. Okay, so probably <laughs> not. Idea. Should we head to the boneyard? I feel like there's a little more to find out here. Um, they've yeah, got to be. They like... got to have staff bringing them their treats, right? So maybe yeah. we go. Just investigate oh, the, yeah. the back room a little bit. I'm just gonna sneak around. I'm not. I'm just gonna be sneaky and just go into okay. the back area where I see somebody carrying something, like uh, yeah, sure, some of the lollipops. Here and give you a chance to maybe snoop around a little bit. Yeah, sure. Oh no, you can't get out of here. Okay, so so Elroy goes around back, and it's like. Suddenly he feels very cold and he can like see his breath That's like a puff of steam. And then suddenly this here, my friends. ghost emerges, but she's actually like a quilt with two eyes. And it's like it's like one of those quilts that are like different patterned squares all knitted together. And she's got these two Hello. eyes. And she's like Hello. My name is Belle. Hi. Bell, uh, you scared the crap out of me. Um, well done. Um, I like your quilt. Did you help make that? She says, no, I stole it, I did. But, you uh, know, 
most of the ghosts here in in Dreadville, we like to wear these these quilts and sheets and things because if you see what we really look like underneath, it's quite scary. So just to make things much nicer looking so we don't always have to think about what we looked like when we were dying, we like to have these sheets over top of us. And I picked this one because it was quite colorful. Do you oh, like I, it? I do. I really do. Um, can I and she kind of like does a little twirl just so you can kind of like see it spin a little bit. Yeah. And it moves like a half second too late every time. It's just yeah. a little leg. Um, uh, can I ask a quick, quick uh, question? Um, I'm I'm looking for Bob. He's been missing a while. Oh, I miss Bob. He used to be the janitor at the university. You know, our lady of frightful wickedness. Oh, I teach there. Bingo. I teach there. Fantastic. Um, we met your professor uh, Humpty Bump over there. Oh, you Guillaume. Yes. Guillaume actually fired Bob. <gasps> fired him. Why, Why would you do such a thing? Fire the only janitor in town. Well, I, I really shouldn't say. Oh, come on. This Give is a just between roll. you, me, and the quilt, baby. Three. Anybody going to do any better than that? All right, I'll pull out, uh, I'll put five gold coins. Perhaps my friend oh, Skeleton Coin might change my, your mind. My much more charming vampire. Run, I just glorified a rodent. All right, what we got? So you kind of deposit one of the skeleton coins in her little pocket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's like, well, you didn't hear it from me, but Guillaume was a little bit jealous because some of the girl students were paying a lot of attention to Janitor Bob. Oh, interesting. And so he went and fired him, he did. But Bob she didn't was a hear bit of a heartbreaker. Me. And then she goes like, and she goes like, and she kind of like goes right through the wall. Just like, I, I have just been kind of pacing back and forth as she's been moving around. So when she goes to the wall, I inadvertently slam into the wall. Just, <laughs> right. Okay, so he got him fired. But would like just put the screws to him and just be like, yeah, we know you did this. We know you got pissed off. See if we can just make him crack. Well, he's got to be stronger than a zombie to be able to do this. Yeah. So we should test his strength. Strength. Surreptitiously. And I'm also not sure that if he fired him, that would kind of well, we resolve don't know the... him. Like, we don't know, but if we accuse him, we might be able to make him slip up. That's not like we could do some good yeah. combat. What if, um, what if Bob was a player, man? What if he's, this isn't the only person that he's made yeah. 25 minutes. <laughs> boneyard, boneyard, boneyard. Boneyard, yes. Boneyard? Yeah. I'm suspect, obviously. Okay, so you go into the boneyard, and the boneyard just has like, uh, I don't know how they've managed to do it, but uh, they must have gotten either a bunch of will o' wisps uh, or maybe like little bits of glowing moonstone. But they have a, a sign out front that says 
the boneyard and it's on an angle and then it has like lights all around the edges and it's going like and they're like will-o'-wisps kind of going around it like it's the boneyard and even outside you can hear the mariachi music you can hear like like the boots on the floorboards like you can hear it's like a rip-roaring good time and when you open the door the volume just triples and you see like skeletons and they're all like doing their clickety click dances and they're really keeping time and they're they're doing a bunch of old timey stuff they're doing a bunch of stuff that shouldn't be possible like if there was flesh on those bones they would not be able to do these moves <laughs> like bending way past 180 <laughs> yeah and they're they're really into it they're these creaky floorboards like the whole place looks very run down and decrepit but at the same time it has like a lot of life to it because there's just mm. it's just so it's just so fancy they've got some guys playing uh playing trumpets up on a stage there's this big moth-eaten curtain like this is a this is an old theater um there's like a saloon style piano and there's there's a there's a skeleton sitting there like just just really going at it on the uh on the ivories uh and there's some really mariachi guitars i don't have mariachi you know, style uh, music sorry dancing around and they're like and they're like having a great old time um and uh when they see you they're all like hey they're they're very welcome (laughs) their timing's immaculate so there drum set there uh yeah sure yes there is all right because uh Scott Cow used to play drums in the high school rock and so he's gonna right. get on the drum set and be like right. and it's gonna be like this is one of the few things in life that he depending on the role I guess I do if you make me do the role but I would say one of the few things in life that he's like really good at and he kind of like really gets off on is that he's a really good drum player he plays the drums really well and he's like Buddy Rich and Neil Peart, like all mixed together. He gets on there. He's like, <laughs> his eyes are closed and like the matted, like long Highland cow, sweaty hair, you know? Anyway, he's a drummer at heart. And in this time when he sees the clickety click bone dances and stuff like that, it's actually the first time since he's been in this place that he's kind of enjoying himself a bit. And he's going to jump, but see if he can jump behind the drum kit. Join right. in the so give me a uh, give me a strength roll. I was gonna ask for a dex okay. roll for you guys to dance, but nice. a strength roll for the drum solo. Of course, that is a nine total. Whoa! Okay. So you like really impress them, and like, like and like uh, you right almost have like this like dueling, like you have like a like a dual drum solo against like a tap dancing skeleton and like oh, everybody's yeah. like clapping because this tap dancing skeleton like you can be like and the skeleton is just doing the same thing only with his heels he's just like and everybody is like wow this is amazing so they're really getting into it and enjoying themselves and so um, all these skeletons crowd around and you basically have their uh, their attention, 
uh, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna GM wave this because uh, I want to kind of hurry things along. So you meet a variety of skeletons. There's Maria. There's Miranda. There's Hernando. Fernando. Rolando. Um, Ronaldo. Uh, there's uh, there's all these skeletons, and they all kind of come around, and they tell you that uh, that they were all uh, crew and passengers on board this this pirate ship, uh, oh. and they were all cursed by their evil captain uh, huh. to to serve him. Um, uh, for as long as uh, he remained captain of the ship, even if uh, even if long after they died and long after he died, um, and so they just mutinied, uh, and uh, he ceased to be the captain, um, but they continued to be around, so they don't have to serve him anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But they are, so they call themselves emancipated skeletons, um, so they're having a great time. Um, yeah, so- you ask them about the murders, you ask them about uh, about Bob. Do we know um, who's missing? Them. That's that's one of the questions. Yeah. Uh, well, they they can Other tell you Bob. that there are no skeletons unaccounted for, uh-huh. um, and they basically confirm your suspicion that Bob, the janitor zombie, hasn't been seen in a while. Mm. Did Bob have, like, a family or close friends that we could talk with? Um... Uh, they say that uh, Bob was uh, very charming. Mm. Okay. Like, could he have been like enchanted in some kind of way? Hmm? Do you think like could Bob have been like enchanted in some kind of way? Like, what's the what's the charming zombie thing? All undead are immune to the charm spell mm. and to 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 mesmerism as well. Interesting. Okay. But. Um, they meant charming in the uh, in the um, traditional way. What the kids call uh, yeah. riz these days. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> so cringe, bro. <laughs> he has a lot of riz. Anyway, side note: a little quick boomer story here. I went to buy like some rolling papers the other day, and I'm like, "Can I have some zigzags?" The guy's like, "I haven't smoked zigzags in years." Ha 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 ha! And I was like, "Oh." Anyway, they sold everywhere. Fuckers. Okay. Like, um. Hmm. Bob. Missing. All right. Um, so, dude. I'm so gonna give you one around. a d6 roll, and if you roll well, you might get another clue from this uh, skeleton dance crew. How's about okay, a six for you? Ooh, 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 ooh. There you go. So ask roll. about something. Ask. Uh. Wait. 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 I don't know. I guess ask because I'm out inside your brain. I was going to just see if Bob had any enemies or worked in a place where he might be exposed to something that's like, because he he worked all over the place. Are there yeah, any other did. places that he worked? I want to find that out first, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. Where else did he work uh, okay. that might have been a little bit hard to, you know, like kind of an important place? Also, uh, and so they tell you, he also worked as the janitor in the mayor's office. Isn't that mm-hmm. where we left his to descend uh, yeah he had a particular bird that he liked to spend his time with if you know you said he was charming but did he have somebody special uh, that he enjoyed spending his time with uh, so all the skeletons are gonna kind of like, 
<laughs> they're kind of like gonna look at each other and they all have that smile because they're all skull faces right uh <laughs> and they kind of look over and they say and they say uh bob used to get pretty friendly with uh all of the um students at the university uh -huh. you know the young witches even the live ones let's head to the university talk to some certainly seem to be uses. trying Fuck was it rotten all right, so back, to uni, back to uni, back to uni. Back to the university. Back to people from now on. He's going to be like, did you see that person in your life? He's going to be right up in people's faces. Okay. <laughs> Let's head back, so, um, yeah, and we'll just see who we can see <laughs> off the initial, and hopefully, yeah, maybe the person we saw before, or maybe somebody else. So you head back to the university, uh, and this time you see a different assortment of students um you see two uh two female students so there's clara uh and there's ruby uh clara is an elf uh, ruby seems to be a halfling um both of them have the same uh outfit it's the it's the cone hat slightly tilted and then like over the knee striped socks i'm gonna say the stripes are purple and orange anyway uh and they're like a... sorry go ahead they're like talking to each other and they're like Oh, I can't believe it. Like, did you seriously? No, really, literally. Like, she just said it, and I was like, oh, I can't believe. Good can't believe day, ladies. Anyways, day, ladies. How are? While <laughs> Scott is engaging them in conversation, I look up and like, is there like a like candelabra or like a chandelier type thing up above or anything no. up high? Uh, I think this okay. place would probably have wall sconces, but but anyways, mm -hmm. there's also another student who is uh, a male student um, who also has the the witch hat, uh... um, but uh, but he has like sort of like long robes and like a tie with a collar and like big like Coke bottle glasses uh, and a great big nose because he's a gnome like he's quite quite short uh and he's like hauling around like a, a belt with a bunch of books like he's got one of those old-fashioned like belts for carrying books and he's got a bunch of grimoires and he's like obviously like taking notes and very studious and it almost seems as if he's maybe trying to talk to ruby the halfling mm. like he's kind of like hi ruby but like he can't quite muster the the courage to like say that so he's kind of like hanging back like kind of gripping his his uh his book belt being like mm -hmm. hey you book kid what's your name i'm like eye to like, eye with I'm... him because i'm that short that's right so he's like i'm isaac hi isaac my name's elroy i was thinking about maybe coming here to school but uh i mean between you and me, it seems like a pretty good school. There's uh, some pretty choice ladies. And he's like, uh, he's like, oh, you bet there are, but they're not very good students. Uh, I mean, I hardly even try, and, and I'm getting straight A's. Uh, they, they let pretty much anybody into this school as long as they have enough money. Well, I'm working oh. on that. Um, <laughs> I mean, good to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try and move this. Um, so I, I shout, I'm looking for Bob. 
And you know both anywhere of where I can the, find Bob. Uh, both of the two young ladies are like, uh, is he seriously talking to us? Like, I don't know. Maybe if we just don't say anything, he'll just go away. I'm going to watch Isaac's reaction to the name. Or Bob. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. So I, fl- I flit up to the, to the girls and say, I am indeed talking to you. Do you know where I might find Bob? Uh, and they say, no, we haven't seen him in a while. One of them's actually chewing, like, some kind of gum. Like, she, like, pulls it out to be, like, mm-hmm. really gross. She's like, no, I don't know where Bob is. I gotta tell you something. I heard that Bob really likes Ruby. What did you hear? <laughs> and Ruby's like, stop. Gross. Oh, well, I know, I know, I know. I heard all about her. I know you don't like Bob, Ruby. Give me a break. I mean, come on. He's, I, we, we all know he's not your type, but come on. What do you know? Like, come on. And What's the latest? Ruby is like, he, who does he like? I mean, he's, that bull he's man so can spill the tea. He's so cute. I mean, I mean, goddamn, he's so cute. I mean, I, I wish he would like me, but I know he doesn't. But who does he like? Who does he really like? Who does he fancy? So you want to? <clears throat> so uh, Ruby, in like an unnecessarily loud voice, is like gross. Like I would never, with like a zombie, like a zombie janitor. Like I wouldn't. Like, I'd sooner, like, have sex with Isaac. And, like, uh, even then, like, I'd have to be so drunk. Hey, and they're like, and, and the other player is like, Ruby, you're mean. so bad. So and how is... Yeah. Yeah, well, how's Isaac reacting to all of this? Isaac's like... <laughs> and he kind of, like, runs off. <laughs> okay. I don't okay. think that's the suspect. Oh, who does uh, like him though? We know we know you don't like him, Ruby, but who does like him? We know you know who likes him. Uh before before that happens, Clara says to Ruby, um, like, you shouldn't be mean to Isaac. He's like totally helping me with that research project. Research ooh, project. Oh, the research project. What research project are you talking about? It's just for some dumb class. Which class? Yeah, I'm thinking of becoming a student here. It's for that quilty ghost. We call her Two Ply. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) Like to her face? That's bitching. That's serious, yeah. So what sort of research does it involve? She just wanted us to like learn about some creepy stuff. So I yeah, like just if I sign up, like, what do I have to study? I just figure I'd like read up on Barrow Whites or something, but like Isaac is such a brain, he could just do it. And so I just asked him to, and he like really wanted to. Wow. A Barrow White? What's a Barrow White? I am ignorant. Uh, let's go chase down. Okay, we've got chase down our gnome. Slide up okay. to him. Are you going to go run over and talk to Isaac? Yeah, but I'm Isaac, like, on the way wait, past wait. the girls, I'm going to be like, you know, he's going to eventually graduate, and you're kind of questionable, and uh, he's going to go on to good things, and you treated him like trash. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> the future is, is knocking, and and this this doesn't age well. Toodaloo! <laughs> 
Okay, so you chase after little nerdy, nerdy Isaac, and like yeah. his legs are like maybe a foot long. So like you catch up with him pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> they do. It takes me a while. Yeah. What are you gonna What are you gonna ask him? What's the better way? What's the better way? We heard you were asking the girls, and they wanted to talk about better. We're having the same class. We're in the same class, and we're in really desperate shape. We need you to tell us what a better way is. Okay, so. Uh, a barrow white is so he he tells you uh, a barrow white is yeah. uh, is a type of undead thing. It's an armored Aye. sentry. Aye. <laughs> and, uh, of course, personal. They typically guard uh, something, either like a, a door or a treasure chest or a crypt or something like that, and they can guard it forever. They're they're effective. Mm -hmm. They're extremely difficult to kill, um, but they will always guard that one thing. That is what they are tasked with doing, and they're very powerful. Um, and he says, uh, and he says, oh, of course, the the Barrow White that we have living here in uh, uh, in in Dreadville, um, he has a very interesting story. Uh, his name is Njord, uh, and Njord. Uh, was tasked with guarding uh, uh, the door to uh, to a castle of some kind, um, but the door was actually made of wood, and after a couple hundred years, it it just rotted away, and there's nothing left but this iron doorknob. Uh, and so he, because of what he was tasked to do, he he now just has to guard this doorknob. Well, it, it worked out just fine because we just we just put the doorknob into the uh, into the the pool of blood um in the the sanctum inside the cathedral uh and so he just guards the blood uh well that's very hmm. fortunate hey isaac um you're better than those two just just believe in yourself a little, have a little confidence man also did you kill bob he's like no i okay I just possibly just kill checking. bob just jackie uh, he goes on to tell you that he goes on to tell you that Clara and Eunice and Ruby are all mediocre witches, like really bad witches. Um, and I mean, yeah, uh, if you want to, if if you want to give me uh, some good persuasion rolls, he might uh, he might be persuaded to convince you of even or tell you even more things. I, I want Isaac to come on a road trip with us. <laughs> I rolled a one. <laughs> Listen, so you like, need to see the world. You need to tour Europe. Forget those bitches. And just... <laughs> just Europe. Grow. We're gonna... That's it. We're gonna get Isaac laid. Hmm. New mission. Okay, so he's... So basically all he tells you, because uh, you rolled so low, uh, is that, like, uh, Clara and Eunice... Uh, and uh, and Ruby, um, they uh, they even cheated on their uh, on their broomstick flight tests. Uh, they use fairy dust. They use fairy dust um, to to help them to help them fly. Um, and he's like, I got to go back to my studies. So he like puts his glasses back up on his mm -hmm. nose, and then he's kind of like, Nice talking to you. And he kind of like goes you, off. You with think his about books. it, man. You think about it. You could be a legend. Let's let's maybe go back to the mayors again and just see what we can see that we might have missed before. Yeah. Sounds like somebody was maybe using Bob to maybe get something. Yeah. And quick before we leave the unit, I just wanted to scan like the floor. Is there any wrappers here? Yeah, there's wrappers everywhere. Okay. They cool. Need a Mayor. Good anti littering law. 
Yeah, seriously. It's quite uh quite trashy here. Alright. To the to the mayor. So so the mayor, uh you go back up to the necropolis and the mayor is looking around his office under papers and things like that. Uh, and he's like, where, where did it go? And he goes, Ava, Ava, dear, uh, have, have you seen the key to the to the sanctum in the cathedral? I'm I really need to find that key. I, I, I'm worried. Maybe it's maybe, gone missing. Maybe Bob can help you find it. Bob's gone, man. Um. What are you talking about? He's oh, right there. Oh, I just hung my cloak on him. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, they didn't know it was Bob then. They didn't know it was Bob. Then. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, it gets out of the so, bag. <clears throat> Ava, Ava is like, uh, oh, the key's right here, and she like pulls a key, and it's like. A very obvious skeleton key like it has like a big like skull on it and then it has like a you know like a very ornate shape and then the actual the teeth that go into the the lock mechanism like they they all look sort of like curled and, and ornate and unnecessarily mm. embellished um and she kind of like hands it to him with her you know sort of sheet and he takes it and he's like, oh, thank you. Thank you, dear. Oh, this is, uh, you must have cleaned it. I, okay. I, 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 I find it odd that a place with no crime and no locks needs a key. That's really weird. So he puts it back in his pocket and he pats it. And he says, the only thing that we have to take care of here in Dreadville, of course, is the, is the blood. I mean, that statue, if anything were to happen to that statue, well, the, the whole town would, would fall apart. It would crumble. Vampires would have to go out and start hunting and eating. And, you know, we'd have to, uh, we'd have to start killing people and, and zombies would be killing people. I mean, you know, everything would go back to the way it used to be. Horrible, horrible. No, we can't have that. So we have to keep that. We have to keep that uh, that statue under lock and key. It's the only thing that helps us to live in this peaceful utopia here that we call Dreadville. Another sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, just just a quick question for you. Um, the uh, this important thing. So the the security on it is the key, and and that's it, or is it? Protected by a giant, terrifying, magical golem. So he takes creature? the key out again, and he's like, and he's like, oh, oh, Eva, thank you. It's just very shiny. Oh, this is nice. Why uh, and is he that says, so clean? Says, oh, it looks like it's brand new. Oh, Eva, she does such a great job. And he says, um, wait uh, a minute, wait says, a minute. Are you sure it's new and not a copy? Um, and he's like. Why would anybody want to make a copy of a key? I don't know. Like, people do some pretty screwed up shit. You know what I mean? If, if your whole town is revolving around this statue, then there's value to it, clearly. And he kind of looks over at Ava, and he's like, Ava, did you do something? And she's like, and she's like, <laughs> She did he's something, like, he's but like, it wasn't true. Calm down, calm down. Tell me what happened. And Ava said, and Ava says, your key went missing. 
Mr. Mayor, and I didn't know what to do, so I went and I got a new one made. I had to go back, and I had to go back to the door, and I had to ask Arena, you know, she's the silversmith, and she made a new key for you, and I think that maybe you wouldn't notice, but anyway, that's what happened. Okay, has access to this key besides you? Who, I mean, a key went missing, how could it go missing if it's so important, like, why? I mean, for God's sake, your whole town is revolving around this goddamn key. How could it go missing? Who would have access to it besides you? And he says, I keep the key in my drawer at all times. And besides, who in this town, this wonderful, happy, peaceful utopia for the undead, who would want to do anything to stop this? There might be something to do with priests or outside influence. Mm-hmm. But not he us. Says, well, that's that's what we have Kenji for. Kenji, I tell you, he's had to repel quite a number of zealots, crusaders, just fanatics, crazy people. Mm. They come, they try to destroy the town, they try to burn us down, they try to do anything. They call us scourges. You have been called a scourge before? It's terrible. Kenji's probably a bit barred, don't you think, from doing that? He's kind of stuck there, going back and forth. Maybe there's somebody who uh, gave him a way out. Hmm. Well, I can't imagine how anybody would get in, although there are plenty of people who would want to get rid of, you know, this wonderful thing we have here. Not only are there crusaders, but druids too. I mean, everybody thinks that, you know, it's wrong or unnatural for undead to be living the way they are, the way we are. Hmm. Is there any chance we could just go take a look at make sure nobody broke into your where that key opens? I mean, I don't want any blood though, but I'm just curious. (laughs) Okay. So he's like, that's great. That's a great idea. So he takes it. I feel like this mayor is turning into more and more like a Bernie Saunders type. (laughs) Yes. I'm gonna go over there. We need to tax all the people in this town. So he so he takes the key and together you rush towards the uh <clears throat> you rush towards the cathedral and you go in and you haven't had a chance to meet a bunch of characters, but there's like a great ghost uh in the cathedral who's in a burlap sack and he carries these chains around just for just because he likes the idea of ghosts having chains. Like it's great. There's a whole bunch of characters, but anyway, you get to the door. He sticks the key in the door. He opens it up and he opens it. And there's somebody there who's going to smash this statue. Who is it? Who would smash the statue? I don't trust the professor, but I think he's just a jerk. Yeah. All you have the clues you need. If you or any of you in the studio audience can guess who's there. It is somebody we met. Yep. Hmm. I, I, it's, I, it might be the first girl. That's what I'm thinking too, because like yeah, Eunice. people, they're crappy students. They have no future. They might've sort of bought their way in kind of in a way they have a way in, they have a way out They're They're living. Yeah, I think it's Eunice. 
You want to? I don't know. I'm gonna put that in as my. It's a cloaked final figure, hit. and we call out the name. Hey, Eunice, stop! You're right. All hey. three of those girls are not witches; they're druids. <gasps> and if you had checked oh. more clues, you would have found that they had been shape shifting and uh, and killing uh, different undead things or destroying different undead things oh, using their shape change ability. That's why they can't fly. That's why they needed to use fairy dust. That's, That's why, why they've been cheating. Oh. Witches. Yeah. I yeah. So one of them has uh, has reached in to the pool of blood and has taken out the doorknob that she learned about through Isaac. And she's basically like hucks it across the room. And so the, uh, the Barrow white uh, who typically guards the place named Njord goes over and kind of guards the corner of the room. Cause that's where the doorknob is. And the other uh, two, they're trying to lift this big, heavy sledgehammer. And Ruby's like, I'll do it. No, I should do it. I'll do it. And they're kind of fighting over it. And then you guys come into the room and you're like, da -da -da. and you're like, oh, we good. found you out. Gore, gore, gore. And they're going to say, you totally shouldn't have done that. And then all three of them do their shape change ability, and they turn into these three massive, hideous Lunarian worms. And the worms are striped. They're white, black, and purple stripes. And they all go... And when they hiss at you, their tongues come out, and their tongue is also a worm that's white, black, and purple striped. Mm. And then it opens its mouth to hiss, and then another worm comes out, and it is also white, black, and purple striped. We're getting Dr. Seuss horror <laughs> nightmare vibes. It's Beetlejuice. They're, they're, they're Beetlejuice worms. They're the sandworms from Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry. I, I couldn't do I couldn't do it's an entire good. episode in Dreadville without somehow, like, tipping my hat. To, anyway. Of course. Okay. Um... It's past midnight now. If you guys we'll want to fight time. the Lunarian Deathworms, uh, then we can for sure do that. Uh, alternatively, I can just wave it and say, you guys did a great job. You, uh, you <laughs> solved the mystery. I think, I think uh, we need we'll to definitely kill get the reward. Yeah. I'm totally out of power, though, so... I yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. Another time. So I'm going to say that a, that a great battle was had, um, and you managed to uh, to fight off these Lunarian Deathworms using your... Um, various what? abilities and ep I, uh, i'm gonna say point, anyways i want to be i wanted to be on uh register that i got to the doorknob and i jumped back into the into the pool of blood and i petrify myself around it so they can't lift it up that's Whoa, cool very cool that totally happened Oh, anyways, also when you slay the uh, the three worms and they all kind of like hit the ground and make the ground shake, um, suddenly these three like ghosts kind of stand up where the where the worms used to be. And one of them <laughs> is like, Clara, oh, are we seriously doing this? And then Ruby is like, oh, no, do we have to stay here? Oh, this is like the worst. <laughs> nice. Anyway. And um, the epilogue is Road Trip with Isaac. Yes, Road Trip with Isaac. While well, you yeah. were doing that little road trip with Isaac, um, it's the, spring, it's spring, 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 spring exchange, 
as your reward and because you were so you're like beloved by the town of dreadville um all of the skeletons who don't forget used to be pirates they take your airship and they build it out <gasps> like Sick. they build it out like this is a fully functional flying pirate we're ship we're still now. gonna call it the dory though <laughs> yeah uh, and room? I will tell you all about it, but you guys uh, were all kind of wiped. So all right, we anyway. do need an episode name. What do we got? What do we want? I, uh, I feel like this episode should be called Vampire Racism. <laughs> there was a lot. Of... I like. What what about what about Bob? Oh, there it is. Oh, that is so such good. a good name. All right. And road trip with all Isaac. Right. Is the we after we credit solve the mystery? Like, if we didn't solve the mystery, would we have not gotten the airship? Um, I was thinking that I might give you some equipment because you're missing a sword. Oh yeah, yeah. the thing. He was so dejected. He's never been like I said last time. He's never had his ass kicked like that before. It was a real wake up moment for him. Mm -hmm. Hey, by the way, your um, Scottish accent is coming along, dude. That's that's pretty solid. Indeed. Indeed. I mean, I don't know anything. Maybe our listeners in Scotland will be like, fuck you. Fuck this <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> Buddy. Give me a disgrace. All right. Well, th thanks um, for the game. That was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I think stuff, I will sign us off the interweaves. Yeah. And uh, don't forget, internet, tune in next time uh, a week. I don't know. Something, and click that like and subscribe and uh, check out our next game if you get the chance. And uh, take care. We'll see you next time. Good night. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Wait, one more thing. Um, do you guys remember how much time you were given to get the idol and come back to Aventail? Because there were a certain number of days that you had before Contessa Vincenza was going to cut the Tree of Wands. Oh, was it three days? It wasn't it was, much time. It was 17 days. 17 days, okay. okay. <laughs> if someone okay. asks how much time you have, you, you overestimate. <laughs> <laughs> if someone asks if you're a god, you say yes. Yes! Uh, <laughs> Oh, Bo just, uh, he just dropped out. But anyway, um, you've got, got not much time left. you got to get back to Aventail. Yeah. Anyway. But now we got a ride. Mm-hmm. And a crazy wizard gnome to come with us. I'm, I'm working that angle. I, I, want, a, I want a minion. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. That'll be my backup character. All right. Good night. Thanks, Thanks Brendan. Thank you. Yeah, thanks very much. All right, Internet. I'll, I'm having some technical difficulties, so I will be getting a, doo -doo -doo -doo, uh, our credit roll. We always run our credits, giving credit to the amazing musicians that uh, make their Creative Commons music available to us. Uh, and a uh, big shout-out to Alexander Nacareda and uh, Kevin McLeod and many, many others. Um, I do always do the proper credit roll, so let me go get that ready. I've got a workaround. I've got tricks on tricks over here, so um, do check that out in the visual stream. But I do post the credits uh, or the attributions 
in the description as well. And one more time, if you don't, if you don't mind clicking the like or subscribe, that would be amazing uh, and a big help to us. So take care, take care of yourselves, and uh, we will see you eh, hopefully in about a week or something. I don't know. If not, you can always check out our backlog. All right, I better get to it, and uh, you have yourself a wonderful, wonderful time. And uh, we'll see you next. We'll see you next time. Thanks.